Welcome to the very first episode of Cast Ranger Record on my $3,200 new computer. <laughs> you did it! You done did it. It's probably gonna sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> or possibly worse. Hey. Uh, can we can we can we hurry this podcast up? I, I really want to go back to playing Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom Fuck now exclusively on Nintendo Switch. Well, at least you have your copy yet. I'm not getting mine until tomorrow morning. I'm playing it while while you're doing vodka. Well, luckily, luckily, <laughs> luckily for you, there's like almost no news stories this week. I already uh, played it and beat the whole thing, and I'm giving this one my lowest. Uh, appara- apparently, someone beat the game in an hour and a half. Of course so. they did. Of course, I mean, yeah. it's Zelda, if you, if you know what to do. I'm yeah. devoting my attention to the task at hand. <laughs> Ultra hand? No. The task at Ultra hand. Yeah. No, Bre- Breath of the Wild walked so sp- the fucking speedrunners could run in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I'm gonna eat myself across Kill the roll map. call! I was about to say, why don't we just speedrun to the roll call? Fuck it. Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Perfect. Showrunning Super Savant. Level up. Bluecaster Super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster Robolane. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster Global Soft Perka. Respecting the source material. Greencaster Zenshi. Trauma Inducer Northcaster Saga. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 435, episode Scun Tank. Did you say 435? Yes. Holy fuck. Literally, look, last right, week this was is 434. This is- Great, this episode's gonna be more shit than last week. This episode's gonna stink. <laughs> God damn, I'm old. <laughs> I mean, kinda. Gar's not here. Yeah. Not, n- thanks to him, I have to edit a new version of the roll call. Ichi and I are the two. We have Cell, though, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Cell's here. I'm like 500 Hi. years old. And Emily's here, too. And I'm here. Cell's the, yeah. according to the Cast Ranger lore, Cell is the ancient warrior from another planet. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. If you happen to be joining us for the first time, we are a bunch of Cast Rangers dorks from Canada who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider Super Sentai and the third thing. Well, yeah. See, sometimes I just say what we actually are instead of making up a thing. Well, yeah, we had them until you said we were Canadian. No, no one wants to listen. Sorry. See, I, I, I got Zerlba. <laughs> You've let the secret out. All I can say is, I, I'm sorry. Well, I got, a me- I, got a, I got amoebas. I need to feed my children, Ichi. <laughs> I see the amoebas. What children? <laughs> the children he's refer- he's, re- he's referring to his drug addictions, obviously. <laughs> no! The <Whoa>. children. <laughs> Children are my (laughs) veins. I have to feed the children. Feed the children! No. (laughs) I'm fucking with you, man. Alright, well, today, this week on Cast Ranger, we are discussing Comrade Geats, episode 34. 
Uh, Osama Sentai King Oger episode 10. I'm proud to call them that for the first time this week. Mm-hmm. And episodes yeah. 7 through 9 of Futopii, the anime that succeeded Kamen Rider Double. All right. Yeah. And so we shall. And so, testing live in the recording, if our fu- if my fucking transitions are working, let's go into our news stories for the week with news mode. News, news mode. All right. First up, hot on the heels of the release of the uh, Kamen Rider Druga vs. Olteca special, we have the announcement of the Vice Stamp Selection Gracia set. Cool. Uh, we have a triple pack of Vice Stamps. One of the uh, Kraken stamp that Kamen Rider Orteca uses. One of the Dead Man's version of Queen Bee that Aguilera used in the early parts of the show. And the new uh, Girafa Vice stamp used by Kamen Rider Get Over Demons, a.k.a. Julio. Oh, they're just stealing soldier. <laughs> so, apparently, because uh, yes, I've seen my clips... King Oger, giant squid. <laughs> So uh, I've seen clip I've seen clips from the movie, and apparently, if you're a huge Kamen Rider Drive fan like I am, yep. you, you will enjoy this movie a lot. Yep. So Can we get a- that's that's awesome. All right, more so Drive the better. That's Queen Bee. There's Girafa and Kraken. Uh, I like the Kraken. Yeah, I never thought I'd see the Zenrin shooter again, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's because one of the stamps he uses for battle is like the mock stamp, and I think the other one used in the battle is the chaser stamp. Yeah. yeah chaser is Planaria and Camellio is mock, I guess. Uh, once again, I have no fucking clue how they associate animal to rider. Kamen Rider Greyjoy, we do not so. Uh, oh, yeah. Maha Chameleon. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fuck off. Fucking Maha Chameleon. Seven nailed it. Seven nailed it. Fucking God. Uh, Good yeah. job, Seven. So, unfortunately, the Kraken Vice stamp used in the Demon's Driver, as intended to, uh, doesn't produce a unique sound. It's just the generic. No, of course it doesn't. The Demon's Driver is only good with the Spider stamp. That's yeah. it. <laughs> or the Kuagata stamp. Yeah, I, I, have the tr- I have the trooper. I have the trooper stamp. Yeah, and I think the Giraffe Vice stamp just uses the exact same sounds. It just chimes in in the middle. Yet coming from the stamp itself in in between the yep. overdemon sound pretty and then, lame and then the, the queen bee vice stamp is probably the same as the other one maybe some slight differences in the sound it's pretty much just like an unpurified version um so yeah if you like the the dead men's uh you could pick up this set because there's one for each of them uh, so this is Premium Bandai Web Exclusive 4950 and releasing in October. Woohoo! Woohoo! Alright. Sorry, what was that, Emily? I just said cool and good. Yeah. Next on the news docket, we have the announcement and images for the SH figure arts of Kamen Rider Zero Two. This is pretty. The Arto version. Yeah, the, the only we one we had, had the, before, e, the is version. Yeah, before we had the Izu one. Now the, which means there's like no visual difference on it. It's just the they just pose it differently in the ad. Oh wait, really? Yeah, because <laughs> both Arto and Izu use Zero Two. It's the exact same suit, exact same form. 
It's just a matter of Izu was like really polite about it. <laughs> well, no, because I think I think this one has like a more like masculine mold, and then oh, you know what? You're the... probably right. There is probably like a slightly yeah. more masculine shaping to the body. Don't you see? It's the yeah. same boy. It's got a masculine mold. It's it's like a choose. It's like a choose your your player character gender, male female. Yeah. <laughs> now I can buy two zero twos. Now I can make zero four. Wait. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I still I still argue that zero two isn't zero one's final form. It's realizing Hopper. Even that's stupid. I like how one of the images shows him using the the progrising sword or whatever the fuck that was called, but I don't think it's actually included. No, <laughs> let's stop being a bitch. Sorry, sorry, Mister Ant. Got it, caster. <laughs> Uh, the figure is 150 millimeters tall, comes with the 02 Progress key, interchangeable hands, premium Bandai, web exclusive, 7480N, also releasing in October. I don't know why, but it's really, it's Very really rarely. satisfying having one of the fans of your show call you a, stop, tell you to stop being a bitch. That just means they care. <laughs> they do. They really do care. You don't want to be with fans who just kiss your ass all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Oh, there's a comparison. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah, there you go. Waist goes in, waist goes out. Waist yeah, there's in, there's the female one. Out. The female? Yeah. Female Sorry. species. <laughs> Alright, and our last news story, hot on the heels, paired up with the Zero Two figure, is a f SH... A figure of Kamarada Horobi apparently meant to celebrate the 15th anniversary of SH Figure Arts. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's just a re-release of Horby. Literally just a re-release. I don't think it comes with anything unique except for the stand that says 15th anniversary on it. That's not news. <laughs> I mean, the Horby figure art is really good. Like Horby, Horby's an amazing suit. It does look. It cool. was an amazing writer. Pretty good suit. Yeah. No, Horby carried himself the entire series. He never lost a single fight until he fought Arto at the end. Yeah. Uh, yes. Surprisingly, figure... Sting Scorpion was super busted. Yes. Yes. The figure is 145 millimeters tall. Comes with the attach arrow. Uh, the only difference are the new accessories included. The the display stand. A limited edition sleeve for the accessories. Oh boy. Uh, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive. 8250 yen. October release. And Not bad. that is the news. Well, All right. I can dig it. Means less time padding. Can you dig it? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into geeks. Geeks. <laughs> so I read the script for this episode, and it even says somehow geeks returned. <laughs> Speaking of Palpatine. I love how you just rose from behind my monitor in fucking sunglasses. <laughs> Somehow I only have so. one thing to post for this, Gosh, and I found this meme, uh -huh. and all I think was, it's this week's Geets episode. Kekaro <laughs> <laughs> was animated yeah. this week. Yeah, I really, I really think that's a guy. <laughs> oh no, Kekaro's the best. He's amazing. We'll why is- I'm, I'm really wondering why he's- like obviously it's for the sake of re of bringing Cable back, but like the fact that he's now like scheming with Baroba is really weird to see. That's true. Are we calling him Kekiro because he looks like Pepe? No, his name is Kekira. 
is name. Thank like from. Check that out. Spelled like that. Problem. Was that uh, the first time we saw like a human version of that character? No, he showed up in oh, a human okay, suit okay. one before. before. Yeah, it's it's a hot. It's like a it's. Because the laser race riser can basically do whatever the fuck he wanted to, so it, he's like, "Oh, it'll look human." And it's then it's literally a self-customizing. I will say this: I think that it's really impactful that he exposed himself in this episode as just as bad as. Probably. No, not probably. The two of them are basically discussing the drama and yeah. how much they're manipulating it. Yeah. I think he's I think he's using Boroba to his own game, so because he's screwing with her. No, I think he's just a different kind of awful. Uh, that seems to be the ongoing theme with like the laser raise riser users. They're all some like different toxic aspect of like being a f in a fandom yeah, they're, they're all, all they're all weirdly shade of awful. they're all weirdly parasocial yeah that's actually i didn't have thought about it right. also now we now we know because uh, because k was gone we know who cleans up around their their place because yeah. like you see sarah just like mourning kawa and like the place is a fucking mess yeah. So, so what I don't understand about this episode is how the fuck they got Kawa back. Because like he got bubbled and eaten up by the false goddess, and somehow Kekera is just able to just bring him back. I think that's no, I the thing. I think that's the discussion. Like, that shouldn't be possible. Because like he wanted Kawa to come back, but he didn't do it until he got Sarah to agree to be a writer. And we know that he did that because he wanted Kawa to have character development by having to fight his fucking sister. But, like, the method by which Kekera was able to bring Kawa back is not made clear. The easy answer is that this new Game Master just wants all of the players back in the arena. No, but Kawa wasn't chosen to be a player. No, but I don't mean, like, that i mean like the players of the narrative that's going on right now that is common writer geeks like the personal narrative of all of these characters i think that he brought kawa back to complete the drama I i'm gonna assume kekara brought K had kawa brought back because kekara has a personal investment in kawa the same way the other laser riser users do in their so question, sponsored though. characters is this kawa real yes do you think so there's nothing saying otherwise i think We've only just seen him back now. There's, I don't think there's been like a fake copy of anyone in the show for there to be a precedent for that. I'm putting, uh, I'm gonna look out for something like that. Just personally, me. That's just me. Um. Also, Claire Two's dead. Yay! Rip. Fuck him. I'm sorry, Ichi. I, he was a, he was an, a very fun, charismatic dude, but he was really getting annoying. So he was kind of an asshole, especially in this last couple episodes. But I, I will say fucking that I will miss him. Buffa Buffa did not hesitate to just fucking it end him. It was the funniest boring. shit. Like Geets and Garrett two are going at it, and we're like caught up in like Geets's fucking heel turn episode going on. And literally, Buffa tackles in from oh, off screen and just, goes, "No, fuck this!" Just perfect comedic framing. Like it was <laughs> the best. It was, that was the highlight of the episode to me. Like Buffa is, is like my favorite thing about this show. So far. just gut checking him from off camera. Oh. Buffa's fantastic, dude. 
blown. Every time Bubba you know your shows, place, trash. Every time Bumper shows up in this episode, I was just like, "Oh shit, here we go again." I yeah. know. It's just like, how, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> That's I, right. I will money. say, given given Chirami's character, I'm impressed he lived this long. Yeah. This is the kind of joke character who dies in like five episodes. <laughs> and then fucking Geats go like Ace goes over to fucking Surumi. It's just like So are you super powerful? N no? Well how'd it come back? Well I wished you would. Oh, so you wish me back? No. <laughs> also, I'm not your sister, so shut up. <laughs> Technically all previous wishes are still true, so you are still my we're sister. Gonna get, we're gonna get it they're gonna Pull another fucking Common Rider soup, and we're gonna get Common Rider Surumi. They're gonna do it. it. They're going like, to do I'm it. They're gonna do the exact same Joe thing they did with soup. It's ended with vodka. <laughs> yeah, I really don't also, know why the fuck our new GM Swell, I guess his name is. He's, he sounds swell to me. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> why is he invisible when he's in the real world? I was gonna say, and it was such a cool effect. Just like as he disappears, I'm just like, haha, I'm naked now. Like maybe, he's fucking Hagakura from my heroes. True body can't be perceived in the real world. Fucking also, his helmet. His, as his, any. his mask reminds me of the uh, Kyoru uh, greed like helmet. Kind that of. too. I was <laughs> also thinking it looks like one of the Ganma from Ghost. I think mm. No, yeah. I mean, I actually really was digging the look of it. Like I. I love the effect of like the invisible body, but like with the mask and the hood. And and he's the voice of the Vision Driver, and it's the voice of Kirito from Sword Art. Big dimensions, right? It's the cloak that's alive. I don't know. You never know. <gasps> um, but it's really. I noticed the opening had some significant changes. So what were the big ones? Because I, I didn't really catch. So that, but... now that we're quote unquote playing a different game, the Desire Royal, which I'll get into that in a bit. But like now it's really weird because like I guess Ace and Buffa are on the same side and Kawa has a new intro that makes him look even sadder. Yeah, <laughs> it was possible. <laughs> and of course we have our newest common rider, uh, Sarah, as common rider Hakubi. Mm -hmm. I know we thought she was a badger, she but sucks. I <laughs> she uh, I forget what animal she was. Someone said it last week. It's not a badger, it wasn't but a ba it's, it's like a yeah, it wasn't a badger. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Desire Royal, this new game that Buffa proposed, they even they even show clips from the Geats oh. Revice movie to mention the fact that the Desire Royale has already been a thing, but they just briefly mention it and then completely drop it, and no one ever questions. Like, why? Why did you rip off the Desire Royale from <laughs> from the Battle Royale movie? May I for a second? Because I just looked up what she is. That is an obscure one. She's right? a civet. That's it. A palm <laughs> masked palm civet. Those are those are that's it. that's not your usual animal you see. Is that like close to Tanuki? Um, no, they're they're closer to cats, but they're their own thing. Oh, so it's more trying to relate her to Neon than her yeah. brother. Yeah, Neon. Like, <laughs> like here, I will I will send pictures. Copy the the by digesting it. Yeah, someone already posted one. Yeah. But this is what, like, what they're related to. Yeah. Neat. No, they do kind of look like cats. And of course, the fandom heaved a collective heavy sigh seeing Daichi here again. 
Fucking... Oh my god, I like, I saw him and then he showed up and I was just like, go away, can Buffa kill you please? Right? I hope Buffa kills him. I hope Buffa fucking destroys him. Yes, I want it to be brutal and visual and lasting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they mentioned that this is the Desire Royal. It's literally everyone fights in a fucking PvP battle royale. And whoever wins gets to decide what the fuck happens with regards to the world and whether the DGP gets to keep happening or not. So this is pretty much endgame. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm really curious to see what Ace's fucking final form is going to be. We know it's going to be Nine Tails. We know that it's it's un unavoidable now. Yeah. Uh, Very true. I will say some shocking development from Neon this episode. Oh, yeah. So she ref basically, at first, refuses to go to the future with Kuhn, as per his invite the previous episode, but then says that now her wish is to be forgotten by the world so that she can move on and presumably then her go with Kuhn. Sorry? Her fans won't be worried. Yeah, and meanwhile, while we're watching the episode, we were like, why don't you just get cancelled like any good celebrity? Yeah, just say, we're on Twitter, you'll be fine. <laughs> and then say, no, it was the medication I was taking, it makes me racist. I shouldn't have taken my racist all. <laughs> Someone's gonna use a Firestone on Ace. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, then he'll evolve into Ninetales. I got it. I see what you did there. Um... I love how animated Kekara was this whole episode. Especially the part yes. where like he looks down and Kekara's just like leaning down looking at him upside down. That was a good shot. Hi. <laughs> Very impressive and everything. Even with without being able to move. Yeah, he, it's always interesting when they have those characters that like move in a non-animated way. I think the best example I can give is like the facial movements of Hexadecimal from Reboot. Yeah. That's what I mean? Yeah, like that that freeze framing sort yeah. of like, uh, take. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Sorry, what were you saying, Emily? I just said it's a good example. Yeah. So Kekera is starting to have his own. I think Kekera is doing what I wanted Gene to do, where like. His desire to be the fan of the writer he's sponsoring is becoming so overpowering that it's like twisting his emotions and like making him do some dark shit. If the frog is the final villain, oh my god. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I was wondering, except in this very same episode, Geats literally talks to the GM Swell and goes, so you're the final boss, are you? And I'm like, well, yeah, just, you didn't have to come out and fucking say it and to eliminate all doubt. <laughs> It's called being meta, Ichi. <laughs> well, yeah. it is, this has been a game the whole time, so presumably there would be a last boss. So now, the, so now the question is, is he actually going to be the last boss, or are we going to get a secret final last boss two episodes at the end? I hope not. Just, Maybe. <laughs> just pull a Final Fantasy IX. Essential to de destroy her? That Sorry? would be super... Do you think it could be the goddess and you'll have to destroy her? Because that would be super messed up. kind of leads into what I was talking about earlier. Are they just going to have to pull a Z-wave? <laughs> so should, should we talk about that aspect? We, uh, we have to destroy my mom to save her. Oh my 
God, dare I live the dream? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was thinking in response to that. <laughs> oh, I can tell. Um, but yes. So, uh, oh, funny thing too, we realized, because there's a big uh, thing with his mom in this one. And, um, yeah, it's Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> so we <thought laughs> Which would have been funny. hilarious, but this episode aired last weekend. But oh. pretty, we're close enough. Happy Mother's Day. Happy yeah. Mom's. <laughs> Don't kill them. Is your, is, is your mother a creation goddess? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> well, I mean, she created you. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> oh she my did. god! <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> my mom is forklift certified. She spent cool. nine months turning food into a human. Cool. <laughs> She's turning food into evil. Into humans. That's what pregnancy is ultimately. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's kind of what birth is, but like that's like the most cursed way of saying it. <laughs> now those now those are some overcooked eggs. <laughs> oh god, no, Ichi. <laughs> oh, I could have gone way worse with that. You're lucky. I know. Something, worse. Something something eggs. I could have gone Anyway, so I'm really interested to see how far Geets takes this. I know I'm not a wrestling fan, but I'm using the term heel turn. <laughs> Am I using that correctly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> seeing him and Buffa fighting for the same purpose is really fucking weird. Well, I mean, it's like the enemy of my enemy idea. It's a it? soft heel turn where it's like he's still defending his friends, but at mm -hmm. the same time, the DGP can fuck itself. And we're seeing some very interesting uh, shades of a potential... Geats versus Tycoon arc in the works. And it's oh, interesting yeah. because neither of them are wrong in what they want. Both of their interests are contrary to Geats, and that's all it is. It's not as though they have a personal conflict or anything like that. It's not as though like there's some big ethical difference. It's just like there's the difference of DGP <laughs> should go on for a couple more rounds. The DGP needs to end right now. That's the discussion. Well, well, A well, Ace just wants his mom not to do this thing anymore she doesn't want her suffering and it's valid but then at the same time you look at at, at bare sad. minimum Kawa's wish of bringing back everyone excuse me <clears throat> excuse me at Kawa's wish of bringing back all the eliminated players is valid do you know what's sad so, so we so we have this interesting dichotomy of neither of them are wrong but both of their goals require both, denying both of them the other have noble goals but they're but they're antithesis of each yeah. other yeah um, yeah i'll say I'll, I'll say this they all have noble goals they now have like conflicting goals but in the end all ace wants is to save his mom yeah yeah like i don't think anyone's like i mean like it's selfish in that it only benefits him yeah really oh but, it's funny because like the crux of why there even is a conflict is just because Ace is too good and keeps winning. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of. Funny. If Ace had fucked off for a couple of rounds and let other people have a chance, Tycoon could have gotten his wish, and then Ace can free his mom. But no, Geets has to be a protagonist. <laughs> yeah, I'm the red one. Geets has to get all the super force. <laughs> I'm angsty. He's too busy being the Tendo of this show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he refuses to lose, regardless of the context. You gotta win, baby. He's gotta continue that undefeated call him, streak. Call him Tim Curry and the Pebble and the Penguin, because he refuses.
refuses to lose. The only, Drake. Time, he, the only time he came Drake, close to yes. losing is that one round where he got tricked into being eliminated and that other round that was called off because the GM was an asshole. And when he got eaten by Ace's mom. <laughs> Man, I've been on the internet way too long. <laughs> Can we talk about like the weirdest scene in this whole thing? Mm. Earlier, a smile better suits my sister. I can't believe they pulled a horseshifant. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> That's an FF14 reference. No, but that line is so weird. <laughs> like ew. But brother, we're 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 brother and sister, and I'm stuck in this dryer. That was the next step. A of that. smile better suits my sister. <laughs> yeah. Also, piss off, like. <laughs> Hmm? Oh man, I know some. Oh man, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, Geats is definitely going in some interesting directions in this new Desire Royal arc, and I'm excited to see what happens next. It's, it's actually an I just want, sound. I just, I just want Ben and John to come back. They're never gonna come back. He crushed their cores. They'll be back. Finally, they'll be back. Ben and John V Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Garen and Lancer hyper battle video. No, guys, that's the next Yeah, why the fuck not? <laughs> you know what? Um, they'll pull a shinobi and come back in four years. Like, it's a pretty decent yeah. uh, third third act like conflict. I'll say yeah. that. So yeah, this uh, I, show's I, not bad. I'm really interested. Like, you know what was completely absent from this episode? The Jamato. <laughs> Oh, true. So I wonder what they're gonna do now, or at least what Keyblade Fish is going I to think, do. I think I think the Jamato are gone. No, no, Keyblade Fish is still around, and he's inherited Archie's will and memories. I, think I guess so. It's like the Jamato are a new race that's creeping into the situation. No, no, they've been around since. No, forever. I know that, but like this is their time. I don't know. We'll Could see. Be. We'll see. What, eh. I keep I like calling him Keyblade Fish. We'll see what he decides to do. I feel like we'll see an episode where the Jamato just rise up and properly do a house. They're just like festering in the back. They'll just be like festering in the background, and then the last episode, just as things seem resolved, giant fucking Jamato. Forget about us. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> they beat their ass. Like I said, it's the Disney villains in House and, of Mouse. And then Raiden's eyes light up with thunder, and he goes, I don't think so. <laughs> That's how Geats ends. <laughs> and then we don't get a sequel in, for another, like, three years. <laughs> Just like, it ends with, like, the DGP continuing on, but with Samuri as the creation goddess now, or some other bullshit solution. <laughs> It's just Buffa looking over at Ace, just come bow at my feet. He just has <laughs> Kawa like by the neck. Kawa! <laughs> and on the seventh day, all riders will be destroyed! <laughs> In peace! Yeah, that guy's questions down. I've watched that movie so many times. What was that, Emily? Oh, dude. Sorry, Emily? I just said Buffa is God now. <laughs> oh God! Buffa is Shao Kahn. <laughs> Call Rider Gates is of no concern to us. Who would be joining? Who would be going? Those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. Uh, Mary. Okay. <laughs> no, I think like that'd be that'd be win. That'd be that'd be punk check. Uh, actually, yeah, he's like a celebrity, so yeah. There you go. Yeah. I can't wait for the Punk Jack special. I've been jamming to that theme song for weeks. Speaking of theme songs that I've been jamming to. I still gotta listen to it. Can you hold your time? Yeah.
Okay. We're not where I want us to be yet, but this is an excellent first step. We no, got stop. We got a, We got like two half roll calls at different points of the episode. We got the fucking Legend King Oger. We got everyone teaming up. This is where the show needs to be heading. There's no stock engine yet, and I'm pissed. And if you look at the Cast Ranger channel, I fucking did something about it. <laughs> I made an Okua, or I, I made a Kuagata Oger stock engine as best as I could with what footage I have. Um, but yeah, very very good episode. Yeah, yeah, pretty solid. This is um, uh, I'm 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 gonna say something that like about the end, but not. The ending of this episode felt like if this was in a lesser series, it would have been the ending of the first episode. Exactly. Oh. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly. Also, what I really, what I really enjoyed the most was I liked that Kagaragi like actually sounded concerned and like worried. Oh, yeah. oh right, says like I'm manipulative jerk. You can be too. <laughs> My favorite part of the episode was when they said, what are we, some, some sort of Osama Sentai King Oger? Some sort of Osama Sentai? <laughs> I like the fact when the guy came up to him and he's like, Tofu's in danger. Please be duplicitous, betray everyone, lie, cheat, and steal like you always do, my king. <laughs> it was just a little like, just like... But that was, that was actually like, the the point that I wanted to make was that that was when I actually realized that I was right about Kagaragi. He's not a bad person. Kagaragi no. Dabowski is not a bad person. Well, yeah, he's oh, he is he is as devoted as everyone else to his kingdom. He is just willing to make himself the villain. He is willing to make himself the manipulator, the in a, liar. In the a way, he's doing a better job of it than Gira. Yeah, actually, he, he doesn't care what you think about him, he doesn't care what he has to do. He'll do what he needs to do to serve the people of Tofu. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's my favorite character in the show. Like, this episode cemented that for me. Nice. What were you saying, Emily? I just said everything he's... I just said something oh, that I'm, doesn't add anything. I'm yes. so sorry, Emily. What, so, so, Emily, seeing as you've been pretty anti-Kagaragi up till now, what are your thoughts after this episode? I'm not anti-Kagaragi, it's just that he keeps doing things that make me, like, want to spray him with a spray bottle like a cat. No! Down to Bowski! It's annoying you, but it <laughs> is only just, no. No! Bad! Bad Hachi! Yes, exactly. It's like, saying I'm anti-Kagaragi or saying I hate Kagaragi, like, no, absolutely not. But is my... Am I saying... Am I saying Kagaragi? No, like thirty times an episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, just, and, and Ka, it, that that is his character. Kagaragi, no. Kagaragi, yes. Kagaragi, yes. <laughs> Me too. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. In, like he hasn't done that in a few weeks. I fucking love that. I, know. I saw that. And I, was, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> He's playing it up. <laughs> you drama queen. Like I love drama it. king. I love no drama king. Drama king. Wow. I love but, to be but drama that's the thing. King. I love shamelessness. 
Yeah. That's the thing. Well, they're at all the shameless, co- I would no, say. That's part of the fun. No, but at the core of his character <laughs> is his shamelessness. He's willing to lie. He's so... Willing to make himself the villain in order to... As... as... Yeah, make something good for his people. I respect that. So... I like that. As as great as this episode was, and like you know, we got all of these great like fucking moments with all the characters and stuff. I love that like they saved the day and they did everything. And of course, my boy Hercules, in the fucking fashion bastard that he is, comes down and just goes, "Yes, yes, you're welcome, peasants. I, I saved you all." <laughs> and so like, the yeah. Kenobis saved the day, and Hercules took the credit. <laughs> he is the. It was the best. Of this show. He is. Wanted to talk about how uh, I love him. Hercule was a villain. <laughs> It's if Hercule was in league with the villain. I was about to try and portmanteau their name, and then I realized that's just Hercules. <laughs> but I'm saying this. It, it, it is a perfect harmony. Like, he's in league with the villains, but I do think that he will face the Mr. Satan slash Hercule thing. Well, of... we don't know that for sure yet, though. If he's no, I'm hypothesizing him. things. There's so much evidence, like... So much shit makes sense if he and the Bugnarok are in league together. Yes. Well, like I was saying, like I, I'm, I think he might straight up just beat Deathnarok. Have we seen him and Deathnarok in the same? Exactly. Room? And like I don't know, just that framing at the end felt very like do you intentional. Think the, do you think that the one of the one of the main things like the or or sorry the um the ending of that Rackley's miniseries is going to be that Rackley's dies and oh Deathnarok. God no. I doubt it. No. But think about it. If Rackley's is gonna die, it's gonna be in the main show, not in the side. No, show. no, no, no. Like Rackley's, like no. The but original. think about it. This hasn't been the Rackley's. That... Oh, you're saying that this Rackley's is not the human Rackley's. Yes. Yeah. And that's I won't. The purpose I'll. Of the I, I'll say I'll leave that on the table as a possibility. Sure. Um, Did we also see like? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we also see when they were younger? Like Rackley's was kind of nice to Gira. Yes. So. So at some point, something changed that I, made Rackley's banish Gira. Maybe there was yeah. a switch. Could be. Again, it was because Gira was going to get the throne, and Rackley's was jealous. That's the assumption. <laughs> but why? But we have no confirmation but yet that's or no. But the question: Why would he get the throne anyway? Because he's the younger brother. Because he has the power to control to commune but, with the Shu gods. But so does, <laughs> no, but also it's Maybe probably because their dad was like, "Oh, you're you're so yeah. pure of because heart, the, young Gira, and I I, I could totally see you ruin the kingdom." Rackley's has too much darkness and selfishness in his heart. It's not quite so Jedi. Sith, but the thing is, Shugadam is the country of the Shu gods. If you look at the opening shot of the country in episode one, there's fucking Zords everywhere. Their their culture is based around these bug Zord gods. So their king needs to be someone who can communicate with them. So that's why that's what leads me to believe Gira, who had inherited the power to do so, would have been chosen to be the next king. Which I yeah. yeah. I, but Emily, I wonder why Ra- can't. That's why what Ra- I'm thinking. Didn't? Emily, yeah, why? Say it again. Sorry. Oh, she was just that. She was just saying like, "Well, why? Why can't Rackley's or whatever?" And it, uh, I was just, just going to respond with, "It's because he's an asshole." It could have been mm-hmm. just as simple as Rackley's just didn't like didn't he wasn't born with it. Was uh, that's why birth. I asked. Maybe his. That's why I asked to rely on the prototype stuff. Because that's, like, that's, that's what I was going to say earlier. I think Rackley's ability to control them. Stems entirely from him controlling King Oger Zero. I think that Rackley sold his soul a long time ago to the to the to the Bugnarok. 
the Bugnarok. Could yes. be. For the because he, he seems like so like. But he's the, he's the charismatic. I I don't he's, think he's. When, when he's I don't talking think to he's the people. Work. When he's, talking, when he's no. talking to the people, he's charismatic. But when he's talking about Bugnarok attacks, he is completely dispassionate, and that is the most telling thing. Yeah, he is so unconcerned about the fact that the Bugnarok are attacking. Every time that they show up, he uses it as a bargaining chip to get the other countries to submit to him. This episode, literally, he beams up on their television and goes, subscribe to my Patreon for priority being saved access. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to say this. A big portion of Rockalese's character, because he is Gira's brother, is the fact that he is the smarter one. Yeah. Gira is an idiot. Yes, he's he real was, Red Ranger. He was born in the he, like he he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, but he was raised with the with the poor. Raised right? in the streets like but, Aladdin. But he doesn't know anything about what's going on in the political situation right now. That's why he's talking out of his ass a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> like he's full of shit. He. You don't want him in charge. No, but the thing is, he's able to back up at least some of what he says because he has King Oger Zero. And that's what I'm saying. His personality, like, you want someone like him, but he doesn't know anything about anything. So you really don't want him. I feel like he's going to be going through a a thing where he's going to continue to go through the other kingdoms and learn and get the will of the people behind him, sure. But he is just, like, there's a reason why he sounds like a fucking moron whenever he opens his, whenever he opens his mouth. I still, I, I still am reeling over him in episode one, just revealing his plan. No, I get it. And I he can't know just, what he's doing. He's an idiot. And I, I still haven't figured out if when he spilled the guts to Gira in episode one, if he realized who he was talking to. Of the kings, he is the man with the unwashed ass. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Gira. We were talking about Rackleys. And I'm talking about it in relation to Rackleys. Yeah, I think we might have gotten our signals mixed there. is smarter. Yeah. He is the one who is more, just in terms of how he's wired, more better to rule sort of thing. Gira is going to learn more and become better. He's going to learn how to be a king from the other actual kings. Rackleys has potential, but he's going to fall. Gira has... Like he he's rusty, but he can improve. What are you gonna say? Well, I was I was just gonna say like well like yeah, Rackley's is gonna learn, but he's also going to show the other four like oh, to work as a team, be cool with each other, learn to understand each other better. It's a real symbol. They'll all team up and defeat. They'll defeat Rackley's together. So. Yeah. Um, Rackles, brother, help me. So I, I don't think Rack- I don't think Rackles is working with the Bugnarok. I, I've never believed that ever. He's just using. He, they showed up at the right time, and he's just using it to saying. make himself look better. <laughs> I've, that, gone that, in, that's... I've gone into near PowerPoint levels of detail this entire show. How so much shit makes sense if he is working with them. I'm not going to. I feel like I want to. I want to like. I want to use like the 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 Charlie like at the at the board meme. Just me mm-hmm. being like, this is why Rackles is the good guy. Pepe Rackles. Pepe Rackles. Okay, so the the crux of this episode is that. The five cocoons. Hey, remember those were plot points several episodes ago? We brought them back in pog form. Uh, so the five cocoons are going to be a thing again. 
and uh, Raculis tells them that uh, whoever submits the royal authority will focus on saving because we can't save all the five kingdoms at once, I guess. Um, but when they get their their legendary King Oger going, it can like teleport. Yeah, it. The episode is basically that's, King that's Oger can't busted. save all five nations. Fucking bet. <laughs> Oh, that was so that was so adorable when Rita's like retainer was like pretending to be the giant plushie. I was like, oh, that was a nice moment. This episode showed that all of the lackeys are also really nice people because they actually managed to inspire their kings. They made you like like I like like with all the time, but they're nice people. Like Sebastian was like injured, and she's like Sebastian. He's like. Jory, my queen. I'm sorry. But you're you're awesome. Sebastian, I just think Smithers. Right. Pretty much. He's, he's like, oh, this is actually gonna make me age 20 years. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never get what I want, Sebastian. No one does. I will, say, I will say, like during oh, that, you poor dear. during that middle part of the episode where all the the kings were like, oh, we're gonna evacuate. When Yanma's talking about it. He says that they're giving up their territory, so it's not very clear to me whether he meant we're going to abandon and, and evacuate like the others did, no, or if he said, meant he was going to submit to Raculis. They said this in the last couple episodes. Submitting to Raculis means giving up your kingdom. What he what Raculis meant was just submitting, like giving up authority, oh, as in letting Raculis rule the country. But then uh, Himeno and Kagaragi. No, no. Himeno and Kagaragi mentioned they were just going to fucking leave. They were just going to evacuate the country. Well, wasn't that more to do with the cocoons, though? That it was part. It was both. It's like we don't want to have the cocoons murder everyone, but we don't that's want to hand over the countries to Raculis, so we're just going to fucking leave. Ichi, that's <laughs> different than tactics. But the thing, the core issue, is that if you submit to Raculis, you lose your country. You've forfeited political control. Two Rackleys of your country. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, she, so Himeno and, I think and they did that. Himeno and Kakaragi's plan was to have the all the citizens evacuate the country so that they wouldn't be murdered by the cocoon. But that doesn't necessarily happen. No, it doesn't. But my point is, Yan, the way Yanma phrases it, all he said was that we're we're surrendering the territory. It's not very clear if he meant submitting to Raculis or giving up the territory by way of evacuating like the other guys. Well, I mean, that's, I think it's a bit I of assumed a, that they meant that he would... Submitting the territory means that you and Raculis, you have my country. But he knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the property that we now have is now under the control of Raculis now. I, yeah. If, if the logistical follow-up is that if they evacuate the country, Raculis will move in and take it over. Well, they didn't do it, so it's all... Yeah, we don't, it's hypothetical, <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. But that is what it's implied to state. Um, we got, what we got to talk about is how Gira's actor clearly, or, or who's ever uh, cast Gira's actor, clearly has a rope fetish. Yeah, once again, Gira is like tied up and hanging from a very high ceiling in this episode for not the first time. Hey, hey, hey bondage, I get it. Yeah, um, I, I... Random. Yeah. Um... So, like, Death Narak is talking to him, and then he just gets, like, tossed up onto this mountain and then kicked down onto this battlefield that Yeah, that was, that was weird editing. And I also think it was very weird how, like, the other kings show up and they just go right into the battle. There's literally no commentary of, hey, look, you're here. We're, and, we're team now. Which is, I guess that's kind of funny because it's, like, a bit more, well, yeah, there's mooks around. Like, go, go, go. 
Yeah, but one scene of like them all backed up with the mooks around them would have been like, thank you for coming and we're going to fight together. Something to that effect, you know? I, I need to look up like who's directing this because it definitely isn't someone who's done Sentai before. Yeah, no, that that's that was the the impression I'm I'm getting from this is that all this the Sentai stuff that is great in the show, but it does feel like you have to put this in every right? episode. Fine, <laughs> like fucking up my <laughs> political medieval drama. Yeah, and then we I'm get trying like trying to make Game of Thrones. Stop <laughs> trying to make me make Power Rangers. And then like they all henchin individually instead of this being the perfect opportunity for them to be transforming together as a team. Ichi, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Uh-huh. And I think it's an important question. Let's say you never get the Star Henchin. Henchin. Do you think that this that this show could potentially be worth it it's definitely still gunning for my favorite sentai but if we never get a stock henshin i don't think it'll claim the spot of favorite sentai but it'll still be great it's still great no question i'm just being pedantic i'm not talking about your uh so ichi you you asked who directed this episode Uh uh-huh well the the show so his name is Oh, the show. Well, there, there's not like. There's not gonna be one director for the entire. Show. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be multiple directors. Well, who's who's like the main director? Showrunner. You gotta look up showrunner. Oh, showrunner. Okay. Um, because like the guy who directed this episode, he's done a lot of Sentai. So. Well, then what the fuck? <laughs> I think. Well, that's not the director's decision. That's the writer. I think that they're. Is the writer to... the one deciding whether we get stock henchins or not? Actually, wait, that might be the director. That's what I'm thinking. That's an editing choice. I think that they're trying to defy convention. We had that already last year! Listen, it's not up to you! <laughs> That's the problem! Let artists art! It's not up to you! We have 50 episodes! Give it to me one time! Sure, maybe one day, but don't fucking hate, because they don't! Yes, I'm being a bitch, and this is the hill I will die on for this year! Every year I have one thing I will not budge on! I very rarely budge. And I won't. Oh, apparently, apparently like, the main director so far, he, he's reviewed a, he's directed a bunch of Grease Soldier episodes. Oh! <laughs> uh, whoops. You know what? <laughs> At least Ryu Soldier had stock engines! <laughs> Pretty good ones, too. Actually, I think. You might even say they were so cool! They are so cool! Yeah, oh, that's a cool moment. So, out of fucking nowhere, Kuwagata Oja showed off this new ability to generate these fucking wings. Wings cool. out of nowhere. Wings came out of nowhere. I don't know what. He's got wings. Fucking... It was it, was it was brought it, it happened out of nowhere with no provocation I, was I immediately useless and then never addressed I again. I swear to God, <laughs> if Kagaragi fucking Demons. summon manifests a fucking stinger out of his dick, um, um, <laughs> show of the year. Emily, He's already got one on his back in the opening. Emily, were you gonna say the same thing? What? That you don't know where it came from. There's no trinket. Those fucking wings should have come from. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. That's another, like, point in the this There's is no not setup. very Sentai column. There's They're, no setup. There's they, no they, reason like, why you should have wings. They don't it have techniques. Happened. They don't have elements specifically, except for sometimes Kagaragi has they're, fire bees. They're bug rangers. They're, they're, they're the, the wings of a... Of a... 
They have light in the color. They have light energy attacks in the color of their suits. Yeah. But then Kagaragi has bees. <laughs> and fire. Like sometimes when you like in that screenshot there, Kagaragi's got fire on his sword. It's definitely like like I think you're right. Like maybe the problem is they spent so much on the Zords and the suits themselves that they didn't really have like enough to make the like, Zords are absolutely the focus in right? so many aspects, but like the Zords don't have to be everything. Well, I mean, again, we're only 10 episodes in. Maybe this really wasn't. I mean, and now we're going to get into the Japan, Japan does love their giant robots, so. Sure, but that doesn't mean we don't have room for the rest of what usually makes up a Sentai. You mean those. I, I, I just, I think, I think, I think Toei's still in their kind of experimental, like they want to try something new every year. So, Gira is Steam, because Steampunk Country. Oh. Sorry, go ahead, Emily. I did notice that they seem to all use, like, their special weapons this time around. Or at least, um, at least Papillon older did. I will say, Papillon, like, using her bow to shoot her own fucking caliber was a boss move. That's pretty cool, bro. And then Yanma powers it up with his blaster. And, like, it was a very nice, it was a very cool team attack. Like, it wasn't, like, a actual, like, special team finisher technique oh, or, like, or, like, a cool. cannon or anything. But it was, it, they're learning to fight in combination, which is good progress. They're learning to fight. As a team. Yeah. As perhaps a Sentai. <laughs> so uh, I've got some uh, a f some fun little trivia things you guys might like. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. the actors. Okay, so this is interesting. The reason that Kagurage is always crouching or sitting when transformed is because his live actor, Sokaku, is considerably taller than the suit actor, Shogo Teramoto. Kaku is 100, is 6'1", Teramoto is 5'6". Hence why Kagurage needs to always alter his stance to avoid drawing attention to it. Oh yeah, Kagurage's a tall fucker. The other one in uh, Ichi, this killed you, and Lane, you're gonna love this. Where? Okay. Okay. So, upon being cast as Rita, uh, Yuzuki Hirokawa, who was very outdoorsy as a child and had never seen Sentai before, to prepare for this, she watched all of Avataro Sentai Dawn Brothers. <laughs> Yay! Because <laughs> that's Good the shit. measuring stick you want to take for Super Sentai. I, I just love it though. Like this, this, this woman has never watched this show before. So yeah, I can see her going. Okay, I'll watch the last one, right? And then okay, what's Don Brothers? <sighs> she's got good taste. I'll give her that. <laughs> <laughs> when she's a ten, but she watched Don Brothers. Uh, Sell. I, I will say, I think if you watched Don Brothers, you would be on Ishii's side, being like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, I love how you can be honest about it. You don't try to like wrap it up in a. No, I think you'll find something really. Well, I think we should. I think we just need to show Cell the, the sandwich episode. <laughs> and that's all the context you'll have. Oh my god. We need to show, we need to show you the sandwich episode. Don Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Here is heart. That's his power. Yeah. He can talk to the animals. He's the Mati of this outfit. Bark and squeak and squawk with See, the that, animals. That, that, oh my god. See, see, that's that. That's what's. It, it's funny. Like, I I never would have noticed until like Cell pointed out that like his suit actor's shorter than the actor, because like in Magic Ranger, like the Red Ranger is like a sixteen-year-old high schooler, 
and his his suit actor was played by Seiji Takaiwa, who's been like every Heisei fucking common writer. So I'm like, bullshit, that 16-year-old turns into fucking that. Just enough. <laughs> I also believe... Listen. Listen. Oh, Paul's here, and he's coming in through Discord. Maji Ranger is about so. family. <laughs> so family. That's what makes it so powerful. And family, family. means no one gets family. left behind, even family. in terms of height. Oh. But yep. you know, honestly, though, I love that because I I actually like how like when when he's morphed, like how he is always doing something. It it, it it's good, it's good acting, honestly. It's like a fighting it, style, it, yeah. It looks interesting. Um, God bless Kagaragi Nabaski. So the five cocoons hatch, and we get five different Bugnarok monsters that look great. They were all great, and God the bless Kagaragi Nabaski. The one with the fucking feather cloak and the gun face that showed up in Inkosopa is my new favorite Bugnarok. Oh, snail. <laughs> yeah, those. Um, but yeah, so the whole concern is. Oh no, King Ozier can't save all five nations if they're attacked at once. We immediately hold my beer. Hold my sword. Legend King Ozier shows up, teleports around the fucking world, fucking rider kicks and beams all of the monsters into one place and then just blows them the fuck away. Ichi's favorite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have a gun face. It's, uh, anything can happen. Um, but yeah, so before the, we get a roll call in this episode, kind of, but it's like in two pieces. But but it looks cool. It was, I swear to God, when they did the second part of it, of them like, the Blank King, the Blank King, I fucking teared up. I was so happy. It was really Aww. cool. I, and it's also really hilarious to take particular note that everyone uses their full names, but Gira does not say his own last name. He rejects <laughs> no, the he really line. does not want to relate himself to Racules, which is fucking. I, I give him props for that. It it's cool. such a power move. He doesn't like the Hockey name. Yeah, he rejects his family. The wise king, the brilliant queen, the lordly king of bounty, and the unshakable sovereign. Yep. It's cool names, bro. So I love that we're doing this. We're getting a roll call. We're working towards what it. I what I think. This is. A, I sound like a total asshole saying this, but what I think it should be. You know what I mean? Ichi. <laughs> Allow me Ichi. to pull a page from Himeno's book and be selfish once in a while. <laughs> I know I'm being an asshole about it, but like I had to sit through Dawn Brothers for the last year, and this show is so close. So close to being perfect for me! Look at me. Look at This is absolutely gunning for favorite Sentai unchallenged if it just tightens up the graphics on level 3, you know what I mean? I feel like, um... Too much water. Sorry, what was that, Emily? Too much water. <laughs> I guess, like, they could be doing that for the next few episodes because, like, story driven i'm assuming right like i'm wondering what the what the long-term plan of the show is i heard emily just say much water and that doesn't explain anything emily what were you trying to say who's finishing the reference i was making yeah it was just a reference to um a review of pokemon ruby and sapphire that gave the game uh, a lower rating because it had too much water 
Oh yeah. Did have too much water. It's true. That's why Cohen is my least favorite region. I like I liked the underwater exploration. It was fun. <laughs> that was a cool part. Um, uh, so next next week we get Spider Boy. <laughs> we get the debut get the of Jeremy. I can't wait to be using Jeremy. This um, also, just real quick, it was absolutely hilarious that right before this episode, in which we saw the giant golden Zord flying around the world, saving it. I showed Cell clips of Shoutmon Cross 7 Superior Mode from Digimon Cross Wars. it was pretty much the same thing. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> it was like, stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, the, I mean, if we want to talk about that for a moment, like, what do you guys think of the look? Of I like... Of, of which? Of uh, the Legend of... Legend King Ogre? I like yeah. Legend King Ogre. It sure, I... is, that sure is a super... That sure is a Megazord super form. I mean, it works uh, with I, the whole... I think... Old it is. Yeah, well, I think I, I think it'll I think it'll look cooler on King Oger Zero. <laughs> I'll say this, I'll say this, and you alluded to this before because we, we uh, for the last couple of episodes we've been talking about how good the Megazord design is in this, and you brought this up when we were watching the episode where we you stated that this Megazord looks a lot like the. Uh, Zoo Ranger Megazord, and it, it, it hits a lot of the uh, nostalgia points in our head, but I do think that it's beyond that. I think that this is just a really good-looking Megazord, and I think that the attachments put onto it for Legend King Oger look genuinely good. Yeah, this yeah. Is me. yeah. But the, the point I was uh, bringing up earlier, like comparing it to the uh, the Oger the Megazord Mighty Morphin for us... Uh, Mm -hmm. of Philistines um, was just like it, it's it's more simple like all the all hold the auxiliaries on, hold, hold aside. Did, did you say Zuoger? Are you talking about Zuranger? Zuranger. Zuranger. Sorry. Okay. Mighty Morphin. Yeah. First yeah. of all, it's red with horns. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a big part of it is the horns. Yeah. But also, like again, auxiliary like five other swords aside, it's very simple. Like one's the leg, one's a leg. The arms go around like. Sort of oh thing. yeah, we've already got a preview of like the next combination they're oh doing. Oh my god. 20 Zords. <laughs> That's too much. Looks cool. Yeah. No, oh, it does look cool. That's that, an Ultra Zord. That thigh gap, though. Yep. That thigh gap! Is this, <laughs> is this perfected Mighty Morphin aesthetic? Is this perfected Mighty Morphin aesthetic? I don't know about that. I don't know. I feel like an another good example of like really interesting multi-zord combination. One that I keep going back to and watching clips of is Engino G12 from Goanger. I don't know that one. You have to take a look. I'll just show you the clip. It's really good. It's a big boy. The big boy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next week is the debut of Jeremy, the Sixth Ranger. Mm -hmm. We. Apparently, there's a funeral for Gira happening, and I wonder where the fuck that robot suit comes yeah, from that he like, had in that one the, shot. The zombie made sense, but the robot... <laughs> <laughs> and and Jimeno pulls an astronomer and switches to a red wig. Ah, <laughs> oh, redheads kissed by fire. Yeah. So yes, King Oger, we're headed in the correct direction. Let's keep it going. I... Let's keep it going. We're almost there. You can do it, Toei! Just give me stock engine and I'll buy the Oja Caliber, I promise! Please! More Rackleys, please. If he buys Oja Caliber, I will buy Rackleys this Oja Caliber. If he buys that, I'm gonna get, uh, <laughs> Dabowski's 
cloak. <laughs> No. You're gonna spend six hundred sixty dollars on the cloak? Oh no, some on the kimono appropriation? No. <laughs> but again, if the fans want to get it for me, <laughs> start a GoFundMe. Yeah. All right, let's get into some Futopi. Hey, bye, <laughs> bye, Emily. Take care. Thanks for having me on. I know I didn't really say much tonight. Peace. Alrighty. You did great. Have bye a good bye. night. Bye bye. Bye. All right, Futopii, the anime that succeeded Comrade or Double. This cell was your first time watching it, I believe. Yes, it was. I had never even heard of this before. Yeah. So this was originally a manga series that then got made into an anime, and now they're making a stage show of that anime. So we're, so we're back to based, live action. Oh, based God. off the manga, based off the show. It's all just it's all just an Ouroboros of nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure the voice of Kaiba is playing one of the characters in the stage show. Really? Imagine they got English Kaiba, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just Eric Stewart. It's me! Double! Alright, so episodes 7, 8, and 9 make up the murder mystery mansion arc. I don't know. I say we discuss it as an entire... Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's a oh, of course. Arc. Let's not go episode, but like episode 3, episode 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, uh, can I just start by saying, um, really good looking show. Yeah. Like, they, they take advantage of the... Uh, Studio Kai does good work. Yeah. Uh, the suits look great in animation, uh -huh. I noticed. And all the character designs are... For the most part, pretty cool. And yeah. I'm going to say this, and I said this the last time we were talking about Futo P.I., I believe, but I'm going to say this again. I like the fact that it is the Shotaro and Philip show, yes. not Kamen Rider Double. Yeah. Like, them the, being Kamen Riders is a secondary focus. Yeah, well, that was the, the focus. The focus is put on them solving a mystery mm -hmm. and that, with the rest of the team. That was a point I was bringing up while we were watching. Like, anytime something Common Rider happened, it was like, it was like oh, yeah, it's, this is about Common Rider. Oh, this, yeah. This isn't just a murder mystery supernatural show, you know? Yeah. That's why it's Futo P.I. It's about them being detectives. Exactly. So, so how does this whole shindig start each? The so, plot of the plot of the Rocky Horror Picture Show happens. I just they love get that stuck in a storm and they get stranded and they get brought to a mansion. Where it, it's a completely fucking pedant. Like I don't like what the, the reason for them entering this this location and scenario is completely fucking stupid and unneeded. Oh yeah, how did that happen? Because Philip got real interested in some specific mushrooms. Shotaro was like, "I know where those are," and then they made a day trip out of going out to get them and then got caught in the blizzard. Oh yeah, it's so hilarious and and like it has nothing to do with anything. It's just a completely contrived it, excuse it, 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 to get them to. We gotta the get them up to the mountain. Look, we gotta get them out there. Yeah, at, at the same time, completely in character for Philip because throughout Conrad or Double, he would learn about a thing and then just go like rabbit hole. Like he's the kind of kid who would be up at four a.m. reading Wikipedia articles. <laughs> I need to find this specific cricket. Shotaro, like, so, so, so me in high school, pretty, I, I read Wikipedia I'm sure all the time. The, I'm pretty sure the previous episode ended with, Shotaro, did you know that men can love other men? What? <laughs> Do you know I about the gays? Have you learned about the gay? <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, we find out that this guy, he's very rich and he's choosing a, a bride to have. And so they're all wearing masks because he doesn't want to see what they look like because he wants to know them by their personality first. And then personality. It's, it's, a, really, it's a really it's weird reality show we walked into. I was right. I was going to say, and it's like, The Bachelor. It's The Bachelor. Except for No, wait. There except, was one. Except, there was this stupid fucking dating show. Like my mom watched all the that shit. There was one where they were all wearing masks. Is that the one JonTron talked about in his video where they were all made up to look like animals? No, but that's another guy's who's just not reading the room. No, what was it called? It might have just been called Mask. I can't I don't know. It, but Jesus Christ. What were you saying, Lane? Um, I was just saying, like, and uh, out of the the four women that we get introduced to, uh, three of them are fucking huge ass bitches. Like, they're so they they just up their own ass about everything. <laughs> and then we have Connor, um, who's a fucking Vizard. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what like. <laughs> She was. She started out very weird because, like, she's the one who finds Shotaro and Philip in the storm. She brings them here, and like, they they're like, "Oh, thanks for helping us." Yeah, okay, I gotta go now. If you see me, don't mention my name or uh, talk about my face. Thanks. Okay, bye. And she's they're the, like, "She's the red herring." Okay. She acts so weird that the viewer suspects her. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was my first thought. But in the end, she had the least amount of guilt out of anyone. By the way, I found the show. It was called Mr. Personality. <laughs> Look at this shit. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Like, <laughs> All right, Dr. Doomly. Right? <laughs> what the hell? Wow. Watch it. Um, this is my favorite Sentai. These <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are the moves. Yeah. Uh, the the dopant that we get introduced in this uh, arc is the alcohol dopant, which was pretty fucked up looking. <laughs> like uh, it's one of the dumbest dopants I've ever seen, but it had some power. I, 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 it was it was very fascinating in terms of what it was, and apparently at the end we find out it is apparently like by a user that they're referenced as a high dope. Well, yeah, so but... they're like an. Dopant user. They referenced the high dope concept co concept in the previous arc with Mega Nura because Bondo was giving him medications that gave him the abilities of a high dope. Oh, it's it's, it, the, it's been so fucking long. It's not about the guy memory. It's about how long you've been using it. That's yeah, what I got. Or from. in Mega Nura's case, they were feeding him medications that mimic the same scenario. Well, yeah. no, the and think about it this it, way: the it's the it's dose. the same thing. It's the same thing like with alcohol because everyone has a different alcohol tolerance. No, like sure. some people Absolutely. can really drink for a long time and they barely feel a thing. Common Other Rider. people like myself, you take one or two beers and you're fucking done. Comrade Double <laughs> so. is and has always been an allegory for the negative effects of drugs. Yeah, I said Here this during, I said this during the watch through. You can you can take the the um, flash drives of the the guy memories of the guy memories oh my syringes, and it's actually much more the, yeah and the biggest example of that was in double with the the fucking high schoolers who were like sharing the bird gaia memory yep. <laughs> dope yeah. memory they were passing it around yes oh bird the bird was so ugly no. too I know when I they are, they, they, yes no I know of course of course I always do that shady businessmen on back alleys just like the 80s God. Doll, doll Dopont was the fucking creepiest one. Um, yeah, so over the course of these three episodes, 
the women start getting murdered and we eventually find out that technically there were no murders because they all just succumbed under the toxic effects of the alcohol memory. Well, I mean, yeah, I basically like the person who orchestrated yeah. the situation would be criminally responsible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She she caused the deaths indirectly. Yeah, like Jigsaw has never killed anyone. He's still responsible. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, one of the what I think was like one of the biggest highlights of this arc was there's just the scene that really stood out for me where it's just like it's Shotaro and Philip just kind of standing talking to each other, and just Shotaro just goes like he basically kind of like heavily compliments Philip. He's like he's like I I kind of need like what you're best at in this situation, and then like Philip responds with the same like same shit about Shotaro. Funny laugh there. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. and then they, and then he, and then Shotaro just kind of realizes, like, it's like, I think for the first time in a while, we need to like work together to like solve this. And I was just like, yeah, because they're kind of like they're always they always like try to do things themselves, but then in the end, they realize that like together they're at their strongest, which is I why they make makes them such a good team. Episodes, I was really like, aren't these guys besties? Like, are yeah. they're besties, right? Yeah. Then they should be. Yeah. And that yeah. laughter, like, when they were like... <laughs> when they, no, when they had their Beavis and Butthead moment. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're besties. Of course they're going to act like this. <laughs> Dare, dope and abuse resistance education. Yep. It was, um, a real, uh, it was a real home saying, Watson, I need you. Like, pretty much. Also, also, we get the official debut in, in Henshin of Comrade Excel and... <laughs> And trial. He, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was great. And we got the funniest shit where like she's like uh the, the chick's reading like the notebook or whatever like that and she sees like Akiko writing it like my hubby is a bike and a bike. she's like, Oh, he probably means like he rides a bike and then like literally he transforms into Excel, goes oh into God. bike mode and just goes, Ride me He just goes, Quick, come on my back. Akiko gives Tokime permission to ride her husband. Ride me! <laughs> also, really smart big brain move. Like they get they get like stuck in a tunnel because of snow, and they use the revolgary to fucking drill through it. And I thought that was I great. I never would have thought of that. That <laughs> was good. amazing. Uh, we were yeah. saying earlier, uh, like this this like arc is basically like Paul's dream, <laughs> where it's like, oh, let's go to a mansion where it has a harem. And your common writer, and it's a murder mystery. Yeah, that just like checks <laughs> all of Paul's boxes and many of mine. Also, fucking, also fucking Kuya, Q- 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 yeah, the the guy with the golden mask. I love that. Uh, I love that. There's a point where um, they're like, "Wait, weren't you drinking whiskey?" He's like, "Oh no, I don't drink. I was drinking tea." And they're like, "Fuck! Who would have? Okay. Would have been nice to know that." What was that character's name? Kuya. Kuya is the biggest Chad ever. It it was so surprising that he actually turned out to be a decent dude. Yeah, he would like I I I fell in love with the guy the moment he he said like it it was like Like you find out I had no idea. Like My grandma's fucking crazy. (laughs) Grandma? I love this reaction when if I if that, if I were to find a girl who had no fear like that, oh, that would be the one for me. Like, yeah, like he's, I just, he's genuinely that, doing this. Like he's not like he's not because he, he's introduced. He's wearing a fucking Zeus mask. No, yeah. you know what it is. You know what it is. I think it was like 
she was egging him on, just like, oh, yeah, this is great. Wait, you mean this is like a real codified thing? Oh, okay, this is weird, but no, but this is exactly who I would take. I think, the, I think what perfect, what made Kuya's arc perfect is the end of the first episode. They're like, oh, shit, so, like, some murder shit's happening, and, like, we yeah. might end up with only one alive. Would you really be willing to marry a murderer? And he goes, oh, fucking course I would. <laughs> My man gets it. What That's a power hot, man. <laughs> yeah. I love I the, think... in the very ending where he was like, so now I'm going to do the responsible thing and get a job. I'm going to get a job and find a nice girl. <laughs> I, I have no money, so I can't pay you for solving this case, but when I get a good paying job, I will happily pay you. <laughs> I'm going to find a person who has another income and I'm going to pay my rent. <laughs> well, because like, like Shotaro always at, like he acts like he's just doing it out of the goodness of his heart and Akiko just chimes in with, no, you idiot, this is a business. We're making money. <laughs> on the lights <laughs> yeah. um and, yeah, and so then we got it we got at one point we got excel like he he henshins or whatever and he says like you know like frequency and i was just like ah! <laughs> yeah we, we got to see him fight the jojo dopon and by that i mean the I'm screen dopon I'm glad we got That's to see cool. trial. I'm very sad he didn't use the trial maximum drive, where like he like takes the activates yeah, the timer, timer and he goes like, bup, 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 bup. like I love that shit, man. Yeah. So, uh, so good. What do you think of uh, Maximilian Pegasus in this? Oh, Bondo, <laughs> he's totally Pegasus. It's like halfway between Pegasus and Sieg from the later season. I I thought that was random. He showed up, but like I was like, wait a minute, why are you here? <laughs> It's like, what the fuck? Just to observe. Is anyone here yeah. watching this show? I've already watched all of it. Oh. Is he the I still have to watch yes, the last the three. Main, the main villain. Okay. Pegasus. Yeah. Oh, and and then right also we uh, we get to see the debut of Double Extreme in the anime, and oh, it just of course it didn't disappoint because it's fucking Double Extreme. It's badass. <laughs> We, we we hear Philip yell like for the extreme memory, and we just hear those fucking iconic, easily recognizable fucking sounds from that thing. And I oh, was yeah. just like, yes, and more love, of that, please. And I love how they came up with an excuse to use both Hisatsu's. We get Prism Beaker and Double Extreme. We had to hit it the first time to expose the memory, and then we hit it with our weaker attack so that you don't die. Also, it was interesting. <laughs> usually, they use uh, he usually uses uh, heat. Uh, Heat Luna and uh, I think Cyclone. Cyclone or Joker in it, but he used he used Triggered Metal, and I was like, oh, yeah, changing up the attack. That's always interesting. Also, we also we saw Heat Joker, which is my favorite uh, Joker combo. So yeah. Heat Joker's badass. It's a shame. Um, so the, the the thing that they reveal is that the point of what was happening here is that the grandmother Kiku. The original owner of the alcohol guy memory was doing all this because she wanted to find a wife just as scheming and alcoholic tolerant of a devil as she was, so that she could leave the family to her grandson and potential wife. When you want to, when she tries to pick your dates. Yeah, so she pitted the women against each other to see who could handle the alcohol guy memory. Oh, and the answer was no one. Your wife should be just oh, like oh. me. A if mush. not worse. <laughs> A real bitch. Also, 
Also, we know that, that she had connections with the museum. So Yes, because That's apparently the Sonozaki family visited that village they lived in when they, when Philip was young. So she had connections to the museum, who, as we see in this episode, apparently their slogan on their logo is just the fucking alphabet. <laughs> Take it away. Also, also, they gave Shotaro and Philip the like the same masks that they they wore when that they did the uh, finger on the trigger. That was my that was favorite great. thing. The fucking references that only actual double fans would realize, and it was completely yeah. like it made no fucking sense because it was given to them by the people in the mansion who had no idea, and they just happened to have masks sitting around to give them that matched up to the Luna Trigger mask that they wore in the Common Singers episode, and the tiny yep. little crystals in the center of the masks were the colors of Cyclone and Joker. Do you think yep. What an Easter egg. Do you think that might be a foreshadowing bit that they're kind of trying to lure Double out? Like they're building capers for him to fight? No, no, no. It was a complete coincidence that they were there because of the mushroom thing. But it sounds so perfect. Welcome to anime. the rest of the show, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he has. Well, th that's yeah. why when like they were the 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 shit was escalating, like the Aurora uh, Dopon guy was just like, and it's my cue to leave. <laughs> yep. So. Also, we saw the Brachiosaurus Dopon, which was fucking disturbing oh. as shit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the face on that thing, Jesus Christ! Brachio gets Titanus. Brachio gets fucking scary in the next few episodes. It's literally just Titanus, but Pretty bones. Much. It's depressed Titanus. <laughs> depressed Dennis. Um. Oh yeah. Also, we got a reference to Philip when. He dressed up as Wakana, like because yeah, he knows he's good at cross dressing. They faked him out, or they faked one of them out by having Philip dress up as Kana, and then we find out it's him. And uh... which led to some real like, wait, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and then he, and then he just goes, yeah, I have the physique for it. It's not my favorite thing to do, but it's something I know how to do well. It's not so the first time he's cross dressed. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Yeah, no. Philip surprisingly makes a very convincing woman. <laughs> see if I can find the picture. <laughs> it's just yeah, Akiko being like, uh, why? Wait, why was Philip the woman and I was the man? What? Yep. <laughs> Shotaro, did you want to uh, be the one cross-dressing? Oh, well then let it happen. That's Philip dressed up as a woman. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was like when his actor was like 16, 17, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's Shotaro he became, he was fucking, he became a huge star after Double. Like oh, he, yeah. he was, apparently he was like the prime sponsor for like Fanta for a while. It's been a challenge yeah. getting him back at all for any sort of like crossover movie ever since. Hell, even Shotaro's actor doesn't really show up for yeah. shit anymore, which yeah. is sad. Never question the power of youthful androgyny in <laughs> Japanese marketing. Oh yeah. Just works. Like, that's um, just what they go for, and once they find one, they, they just throw all the deals at you. Yeah. Also, also, I love that, like, Shotaro's VA in this, like, knows to cater to, like, the actual, like, actor uh, with, like, his English, because sometimes he, like, uses, like, English words. Yeah. When he's, like, well, describing, like, a woman or something. I so. mean, we can chalk that up to the writer more than the voice actor, but they did. Like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, the writer the knows. Everyone in the show, though not the original actors who portray the characters, everyone does a good job. I don't really have a complaint about any of the voices in the show. 
Though there was a funny thing at the end where like basically through the whole thing, like I was just like when they got there, we're all like, oh, it's The Shining, or oh, it, this is a Silent Hill thing <laughs> now, or it's yeah. Resident Evil. But, like, the joke I kept making throughout is, like, because they got snowed in, eventually someone's going to go to a hamster and say, okay, Nibbles, I need you to free me, Godspeed. <laughs> now, chew through my ball sack. And then at the what end, the turns out... <laughs> he, he did. He sent the fang memory out so, fang. so they could get cell signal. <laughs> Quick fang. Chew through Quick. my ball sack. <laughs> yeah, like Philip Philip's always one one step ahead of the game. So Stop defaulting to Seymour Skinner. It's so easy. No. It's you who uh, <laughs> Oh, okay, Cell, what did you what did you think of the what did you think of the end? Oh, hold on, wait, no, hold no, on. Cell. Oh. No, it's the bimbos who are wrong. <laughs> uh, Cell, what did you think of the ending theme song? Oh, I was cute. I know uh, Paul. I know yeah. Paul loved it. He wouldn't let me skip it. It was sweet. Uh, I like the, the animation. <laughs> oh, was that fun. was geeks. That felt like uh, no. Bro. You had me. You wanted to play the Futo Pia ending. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it's a good song. I love it. It's a, it's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah, banger. Yeah, it's cute. Um, I like the it, the, like the animation. Yeah, there's a there's rotoscoping in that. Yeah, it's yeah. neat. That's some really they, good they, rotoscoping. They imposed the animated and characters and over the actual location, which is a nice touch. Yeah, that was cool. I really fucking loved it. I loved the Futo Pia. Uh, my fair uh, lady the underground is it better than double oh that's a tough sell no i know i don't think so but that's largely because this is only a 12 episode show as opposed to 50 episode toku this question though but like it's a good like, follow-up if, if, yeah like if you if you've watched common rider double and you're a huge fan of double you're you're gonna fucking love this this is just like icing on the cake although as we <laughs> said before top. they've they've written it in a way where you don't need to have seen double and you can still follow 99 percent of it yeah th- yeah i was i was saying this before common rider double is common rider double this is the the philip and shotaro show yeah yeah like you're, then they you're just had a lady with big boobs. And turn into common rider double to solve the problem because there's always going to be a mom. What was that about the boobs? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just saying like that. That's what they did. They they made like a double manga anime and they added this chick with big boobs. Because <laughs> and then we don't see it in the anime, but in the manga apparently we see like her straight up boobs. Yeah. So. <laughs> She was like such a non thing in this too. At least these three episodes. She's not. She, focused she's in more these important than you realize. She she's focused a lot more in the other episodes. Well, yeah, because like I'm I'm going with like I'm. A, I, do you care about spoilers for like the rest or? I mean, I've already seen it. All. That's what I'm gonna say because like we were saying, I like I think that's her. That she, that's uh, what's his name? Bottom. Bondo. Bondo. That's her brother. Well, the thing is, the first the the season is twelve episodes long, but it doesn't tell the entire story because the manga is still. We're gonna get a season two and so you know they it. haven't done it or they haven't like said anything about them being related, but like their hair is so similar that that is it's the like theory. She was giving him looks too, like yeah. She was doing the wait, I know him, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They her definitely powers they, are at least the same as his. Power. They definitely have history. Like she's a member of the Shadow Futo crew in some capacity. History or are not? they getting a season two? Do you know? I have. Don't, I don't think we've heard anything to that effect, but I hope so. When did this come out? Like uh, last year. Oh, okay. So okay. this is only just the first season of something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, That's that cool. that yeah. is the murder mystery mansion arc of Futo Pi. Very good. Futo Pi still still nailing it. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of Cast Ranger for this week. 
Oh my god! Jikai, uh, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Next week, we're going to be watching the third Yodana special, Yodana's Valentine. Yodana. Alright, I gotta watch part I gotta watch part two. Thank you. I, yeah. I don't know what this is. Uh, pretty much the horniest thing Sentai's done in some time. Yeah, it was like probably one of the more interesting characters in Kira Major, and then she got her own special because all the the dude fans were horny on main. Oh, and, she's like probably the hottest yeah. thing to happen to Sentai in some time. It's like, it's like Rita's Yeah. Find a better shot. I mean, she's got a sexy new outfit in this fucking part too. <laughs> and she makes out I with mean, a chick. I'll, tr uh, I'll try. <laughs> well, you have a week. I'll maybe be back next week to talk about this. If, 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 I won't. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Whether or not I come back, make it worth my while, chat. <laughs> What do you mean, make it worth your while? I'm telling you, this is the horniest thing Sentai's ever done. Listen. Look at it. There's a gif of her eating a fucking popsicle. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, she does this thing with her tongue and she gets. Enlarge. Enlarge. Wait, there I it is. See. Magnify. Zoom it in. Yes, magnify. Yeah, she was like so committed to the villain, and then the villain betrayed her, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> if you seen this image, you would have sworn it was like a fucking porn parody. Well, what? never say never. <laughs> well, again, part three, she apparently makes out with a chick. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's not yes, porn. that's her gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> she, she sticks her tongue out, and then it goes. Eh. She's, this is the Ahigao monster. She's so one. Yeah. Alright, anyways. Is that all lore? Oh, yeah. Yodana's got a lot of lore. Villain wiki. A lot of lore. You know what? Fine. I'll be back <laughs> next week, you fucking assholes. Alright. I'll talk about this. Alright, well, it'll, anyways. It'll be, it, it's, it, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Yep. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Discord, merchandise, and all of our cool shit. I love you all. Yeah. For what that I love you all more, so. I'll love you yeah. all most. I can take it or leave it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what I could possibly say to convince you to spend Christmas with me instead. I just decided to <laughs> Your Christmas is not going to be good. Anyways, night! Thank you. Good night. Bye. We'll see you next week. Peace.